Today on CityCast Chicago, all month the Chicago Architecture Foundation is hosting Open House Chicago, a celebration of the city's many architectural styles and a good reminder that great buildings are in all our neighborhoods, which kind of got me thinking about a building I've walked past many times and loved to photograph. So I sat down with the Avalon Regal Theater's owner to get the story and learn more about what it will take to revive the vacant theater. It's Tuesday, October 19th. I'm Jacoby Cochran, and this is CityCast Chicago. All right, this is actually the story of two theaters. One was the original Regal Theater. It was integral to Chicago's black community in Bronzeville in the 1920s through the 60s. Anybody who was anybody came through, all the way from Louis Armstrong and Duke Ellington to Gladys Knight and Aretha Franklin. Never knew the softness of his tender kiss. Don't know if he's weak or strong. It was built in 1928, which is one year after the Avalon uh, was built in 1927. That's Gerald Gary, a Southside native and entrepreneur, talking about the original Regal Theater in Bronzeville. It was a white-owned company that said, well, this is a theater we're operating in a black community. Why don't we hire all black staff? And that was, you know, revolutionary around that time, but it was sort of the claim to fame, like, yeah, this is... This is uh, Chicago's answer to, to Harlem, and this is our theater. This is where all of the, the performers come. We're on the Chitlin Circuit, and Josephine Baker, and you know all all of the the, the artists who were anyone were, were stopping by the Regal back in the day, and it was it was something to see. The Regal was demolished in 1973. The second theater in this story was called the Avalon. It's in the South Shore neighborhood and was largely a movie theater, and then a church until the late 80s when it was sold and returned to live shows. Gerald grew up driving by the old Avalon like me. He was too young to go to shows there, but was captivated by the architecture. It's like this palace in the middle of the South Side. It closed in the 2000s, but Gerald is reviving the history of both theaters that were so important to Chicago's black community. The theater is off 79th and Stony Island and is now called the Avalon Regal, combining the names of both theaters. So when you walk through the doors, the first thing you're going to see is the Chicago landmark plaque. This building was landmarked in 1992. Uh, after the landmark plaque is the entrance into the, the grand hall or the atrium of the building, uh, where you can fit about 1,400 or so people between the, the first level of, of just the lobby and the mezzanine level. Wow. Uh, that is the entryway into the balcony of the auditorium, which seats over 2,500 people. So it's it's quite a large building. So tell me a little bit about the original Avalon and what that neighborhood looked like when it was built in the late 1920s. That, that's right. So it was, it was primarily a non-Black neighborhood. And I can't speak to the particular ethnicities that were in the community, but I, I do know that it was a predominantly a Jewish area. And the the beauty in the new name that we're coming up with, which is the Avalon Regal Theater, is that it spells art as an abbreviation. Fire. I've been staring at this name for 48 <laughs> hours and did not catch that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it spells art. And, and the goal is to really, you know, create this tapestry of tourism that includes everyone. You know, there, there's a very large uh, uh, 
a Latino population or Latinx population in that area. There's a, a very large, you know, LGBT population in that area. And it used to be white people that lived over there. And music is, is the key to bringing everyone together. So that's why I wanted to merge the histories to let folks know, like, yes, this is the Regal Theater, but this is, this is also the Avalon. You know, every, everyone is welcome here. Yeah. Well, why did you decide to take over the now Avalon Regal Theater? I own the building uh, 100% and I've been the steward of the property for the past uh, nearly eight years. And it has been a labor of love (laughs) working with such uh, a huge project, you know, not just from a physical standpoint, but also in terms of the impact that I believe it could have on the development of, of that the sustainable development, frankly, of that community. And ultimately, I'm looking to create a, a district based around the celebration of arts and, and Black culture and, and really having tourism being something that could anchor that community from a community development perspective, but also empowering organizations and, and businesses that already exist in the community. What was that aha moment for you when you realized this was a move you was going to make, that you was going to buy part of the block, essentially. Honestly, the the aha moment was when my mother sent me an email that alerted me as to the building being on sale. I don't really talk about this a lot, but I got an email from my mom. She was like, if there's anybody who could do it, it's you. So I went after it. I had already started a, a small private equity fund to invest in like residential housing in the area. So I think this could be a poster child for successful investment uh, of private equity capital in our communities by our own people. What are your plans for the Avalon Regal? Are you hoping to revive some of that magic that the two previous theaters created? Do you see a future for it, you know, that blends both of those? Ultimately, the goal is is to create a content generator in there, being able to cultivate uh, the culture through producing content. So to that end, we're going to be recording albums and filming music videos for the most part. I mean, hell, we've already been doing that, frankly. I started a record company. Everybody will follow the account. At Regal Records with a Z is the record company that I created to do exactly that. My brother actually filmed a music video outside in the parking lot. Hell, people are filming and we're not even involved. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, there's so many, so many shots of the theater. What does the theater need to be operational? I mean, it's a it's an older building there. You know, at times you've had to put cones out for leaks. Like mm-hmm. what what do you need to, to get people back in the building? We're refabricating uh, the power plant that brings energy into the property. And we're, we're looking at putting solar panels in the roof. And that's a very huge, long technical conversation. That's step one. Uh, after that, most of the work is 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 plumbing. We've already done a great deal of that and, and electrical work in the property. I mean, there's a lot of um, uh, touching up and, and painting and stuff that needs to be done. But for the most part, it's in really great shape, you know. Well, my boy, Gerald, I'm sold. I got my checkbook out. Go ahead and give me that figure. How much How much you need from me? What's that number? <laughs> you got it. What you need? <laughs> I need about ten million. You got that? <laughs> you know, I thought you was gonna say maybe, maybe, maybe a grand, maybe a grand. <laughs> uh, ten million. Well, well, how you plan on getting ten million dollars, Gerald? Tell me, where where is this money gonna come from? Yeah, with projects like this, it's a combination of of public and private money. 
Uh, you probably heard that Kanye West recently got involved with the project. So he's put some of his money in and he's helping us raise the rest. Obviously, his name is. Uh, oh, is, is is he following through on that? Is Jeezy following through on that? He has followed through. Yeah, I can't talk too much about it because, you know, those guys, are, they like to be very clandestine. And I understand that as well. But I will. Do they? They, well, they had a whole album release live on television <laughs> for three weeks. <laughs> I don't think he knew when it was going to drop, Jay. Come on, my G. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's how dark they are. They don't even know. <laughs> but okay, it's good to hear that Ye following through. Yes, absolutely. What role does the city play in this? Are there grants available? Is the Invest Southwest getting involved? Yes, we've put several applications in with the city uh, that we're hopeful will provide uh, up to about 25% to a third of the cost. Um, that $10 million represents uh, basically the inside and the outside. And probably a third of that is uh, the, the redevelopment of that beautiful terracotta facade. Now, we don't necessarily need to do that in order to invite people into the building. Obviously, it's you know going to be a, a, an ongoing work in progress thing. But you know, to get the lights on, it's probably about six million. So we're asking the city for the facade, and we're we're putting the rest of the capital in into the, okay. the operations, the guts, if you will, of of the property. So maybe six million to get people back in, having a good time. Mm-hmm. Ten million to feel that you've you've really revitalized this. Isn't projects like this? Isn't this what the Invest South? And like the Invest Southwest program is for for institutions like the the Avalon Regal. I would presume, and particularly because we're located three minutes away from the most important development in the history of the city, and that's the Obama Presidential Center. You know, many businesses have closed their doors during the pandemic. We're we're also in the age of streaming, where theaters are closing across the country. There is some. You know, and I know I personally feel it. There is a a desire for me to get back out there into live theaters, into live concerts. I probably yearn for it more now than ever. Are why are you so hopeful that the that the Avalon Regal Theater will be a success when its doors reopen? You live in South Shore. You want to drive all the way out to Country Club Hill, or do you want to go to the Regal, man? Yeah, I've performed on a lot of stages, and I usually got to go go away from my neighborhood. I, I, I was never able to stay in South Shore um, and, and get on the stage. And, and so I hear you. It's definitely a stage I'm trying to take. For me, it's not it's not really even about doing live shows. We can do, especially in this day and age, the Regal can support live shows. We hardly have to do stuff three times a month in-house, you know, as far as productions go to get in the black just because folks are constantly wanting to rent the venue for something, but that's not what it's about. It's Mm -hmm. about making the venue available to the youth in the community to produce content, comedy, dance, theater. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm excited for you. I I can't wait to, to see the continued work on the theater. Gerald, I appreciate you taking time. I appreciate you turning up a little bit, sharing your vision <laughs> with us here at City Cash Chicago. It means a lot to us, boss. Terrific. It means a lot to me, and thank you for the invite. Before I let you go, a little bit of news, y'all. 
After an internal investigation into what she called abhorrent and despicable behavior, Cook County Board President Tony Preckwinkle has stripped Alderman Jim Gardner of his committee positions within the County Democratic Party. It's Tuesday and we still high on the sky's first ever WNBA championship. Shout out to the MVP, Kalia Kappa. The team celebrated after the victory with a little Portillo's, but today we celebrating with a parade at Millennium Park and the city needs to show up and show out. And some more good news to get you through. I got a little pushback from some of y'all last week for my auntie's spooky views. So I guess I give you an event in celebration of Halloween and Dia de los Muertos. Free Street Theater's Ghosts on the Bloomingdale Trails starts today. Scan the 15 QR codes between Humble and St. Louis Avenue and listen to some real ghost stories from Chicagoans. Yes, some real ghost stories. For more Chicago stories and events, sign up for our daily newsletter at chicago.citycast.fm. Thanks for listening. I'll talk to y'all tomorrow. Peace. Too much, too much pressure. Too much pressure to leave the Zoom.